missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. When was the last time you did karaoke, Shaw? I don't recall the last time I did karaoke. You've done karaoke, though, right? Probably. Some night drunk at a Maybe. bar. Yeah, it's possible. I did karaoke at our first uh, golf tournament, or golf tournament, bowling tournament when Doc gave it to the Rock Foundation Ooh. that year. Yeah. At the end of the night. Uh, yeah, there was, that was, oh, that yeah. was, there was some of that. There's video of me singing so many damn songs all the time, Shaw, I don't care. I stink, I know it, but I have fun with it. Right. Uh, obviously, our backyard party two years ago, me and Drew, shirtless, uh, yours truly shirtless, mm-hmm. fresh out the hot tub, and... Uh, Picking Drew up and singing Akuna Matata. <laughs> Akuna Matata, by the way, is one of the most popular karaoke songs of all time. Really? Did you know that? I wouldn't have guessed that. Dude, there's a ton of, there's a ton of soundtrack songs on this uh, list of the most popular <laughs> karaoke songs. So there's a company called The Singing Machine, and they obviously produce karaoke machines, and they just released. Well, sure, uh, they can tell which ones are most popular. A list of their most popular songs, and uh, this is way different than when I was running karaoke at a bar in Manchester, New Hampshire many years ago. But number one. Let it go, let it go. I am one with Let it go from Frozen. Not the only Frozen song on the top 20. Uh, let's Build a Snowman is uh, also in the top 20 shot, number 15. And again, soundtracks well represented here uh, on this list. A lot of Disney stuff, I, which is kind of weird to me. I mean, I get it. You know, we, we fall in love with these movies and the songs and special moments. And But I don't know if I'm going up there and singing Let It Go. By She did a pretty good job, and I'm not going to get even close. So I'm just going to let her do it. Uh, number two was a song I'd never heard of. It's called Dance Monkey. Gene, do you? Mm-mm. No? Okay. I don't Sounds know. Sounds familiar. I Googled it, and the YouTube video is atrocious. It is absolute hot garbage. I don't get it. I don't know where it came from. It's one of those weird things that just exists. It's a young person thing, so sorry. Uh, number three on the list of the most popular karaoke songs is Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, I can see that. Oh, man. I'd be so mad if I had to play this song every Friday night in a bar. I'm like, all right, get it over with. Hurry up. You stink. Oh. I mean, it's catchy and all that, but I don't know, man. Once is enough for me. Once is almost too much for me. I'm good. Number four, good luck with this one. I don't think you should do this one. Oh, yeah. I get it. We love the song. It's from Wayne's World. You know, iconic scene there in the car and everybody. There's so many parts to harmonize. Uh But, dude, you can't pull it off, though. You can't do this justice on stage at a karaoke bar. Come on now. Uh, That shallow song from the Star is Born movie, Lady Gaga, Uh Bradley uh Cooper. That's number five. Um, your girl, T-Swift, shows up at number six with Shake It Off. Love me some Taylor. Miley Cyrus and Katy Perry also in the top ten. And then we start to get to the soundtracks. The Moana soundtrack has got two Ooh. here. I don't even know what the songs are because I've never seen the movie Moana, but How oh. Far I'll Go from Moana is number nine. Okay. And You're Welcome from Moana is number 16. Yeah, that's the one with uh, The Rock, mostly singing it. Okay. Uh, my boy, Neil Diamond, no big surprise. Good sing-along song, Shaw. Mm-hmm. At number 10 with Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline. You do this in a bar and ba-ba-ba. Everybody knows that part, right? Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong with some Sweet Caroline and karaoke. Everybody knows that one. Uh, as I mentioned, Hakuna Matata from The Lion King is in there. Me and Drew. Hakuna oh. Matata. At number 13. What a wonderful phrase. It means no worries for the rest of your days. No right, Shaw? That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then Do You Want to Build a Snowman from Frozen. Aladdin on here, Little Mermaid a couple of times as well. These Disney soundtracks, apparently very popular. They get their worms in your brain. Right. At karaoke, and uh, this one has been a constant since I was doing karaoke. Uh, again, at a bar in Manchester, New Hampshire many years ago. People love this song. They'll sing it in a bar. Friends in Little Places, Shaw. Number oh, yeah. 20 on the list. A little Garth for you this morning. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in It is one of those ones where everybody knows it, though. Black tie of fire. Do you do it with the Garth voice or do you do it with your voice? Your voice. The last one to show I was the last one you thought you'd see there. Partner? I don't think he sounds like that. Oh, he sounds just like that. He's terrible. So there you go. 
Uh, most popular karaoke songs, according to a company that makes karaoke machines, probably know about popular karaoke songs. You can see that list in its entirety on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com if you want to check it out. No karaoke at the Backyard Barbecue this year. We we decided to err on the side of caution when it came to karaoke, but still going to have a party, still going to have some music, still going to have some fun. Looking forward to it in August, but uh, no karaoke this year, so might be for the best. There's just too many videos of me singing Ice Ice Baby. Too many. <laughs> There's a lot. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think they should have. What do you think you spend on your pets every month? Every month? Obviously, this doesn't apply to you, Shaw, because you don't anymore. have any pets anymore. But uh, Well, if there's food, that's right? the big expense. Medicine, vet bills, licensings. Treats, toys. Yeah. Oh, I bet it's 100 bucks Groomer. You're pretty close, Shaw. If you average it all out, New yeah. study found that uh, it costs about $111 a month to own a dog or a cat. Hmm. Everything from food to toys, vet bills, medicine, clothing. <laughs> if you're one of those people dresses up your your animals, we've got some costumes. We don't they don't like it, but it's funny to take pictures of their misery. <laughs> uh, and since your pet, your average pet lives about ten years, that's thirteen thousand three hundred twenty dollars wow. total, Shaw, over the cost of their life or course of their life. Uh, you could get your uh, eighth cat, or you could save up and buy a new Kia if you wanted to. <laughs> uh, survey also found that unfortunately, twenty six percent of people use the term fur baby. When they're talking about their pets, 23% will call their pet their son or daughter. I don't do that. My wife does occasionally, but I don't, uh, mm, no. Dog, our animal, our, mm-hmm, our pet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't call Maggie my daughter. <laughs> there was no, <laughs> Sounds weird. there was no interspecies erotica going on there. Just, you know, we got her from the Humane Society. Mm-hmm. Some reasons you probably should not own a pet, Shaw. Allergies. Not home a lot. There's one. There's two. Shaw, that's why you guys haven't uh, dipped your toe back into the pool, right? Yeah. it's. Uh, you realize once you don't have a pet, how much time you spent with them. Sorry. No, I know. <laughs> it's nice to be liberated, though. I'll but say I that. hear you. I know. You and Mary can come and go as you please right. and you're empty nesters now. So you can, you know, without the dog to, you know, that leash on you as well. Uh, but May, the month of May is National Pet Month. Here are some reasons you probably should not own a pet. Based on the dead plants in your garden and the dead grandma in your spare bedroom, you're probably not very good at keeping things alive, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not be your expertise. Uh, when you realized you accidentally sat on your turtle, but you still didn't feel like getting up. <laughs> you sign that your pets aren't your thing. Reasons you probably should not own a pet when you watched My Octopus Teacher. Anybody? Just me? No. I know what you're talking you about. You rooted for the sharks. Yeah. What kind of person roots for sharks? <laughs> Top reasons you probably should not own a pet. You're allergic to cat hair and responsibility. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that responsibility will get you. Gets in the way. Your neighbors already assume you have a dog mm-hmm. because you bark during mm. sex. <laughs> Why they call her Lassie, Shaw? <laughs> I never see her getting walked, though, or outside. It's just the barking. Where do they keep that dog? Uh, a couple more of the uh, reasons you probably should not own a pet. You prefer to be the only one allowed to greet people who enter the house by humping their leg. <laughs> rather that be you than rather than your dog. Uh, you get all the unconditional love you need from your sex robot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Imagine going over somebody's house for the first time and they've got one of those things. Nope. Me, Julie. <clears throat> well, like, imagine it's someone you've known for a long time and you have no idea and you just show up at their house and you're like, hey, what's that? Oh, that's that's my sex doll. That's Julie. All right, cool. It was nice knowing you for the last mm-hmm. 40 years, Bill. I'm going to go. Actually, we're going to... This relationship is now over, Bill. You and Emma can have a good time. <laughs> Reasons you shouldn't own a pet. couple more. Uh, your last pet was hit by a car, and it was a fish. How does that happen? <laughs> I did see there's a device where you can take your fish for a walk now. Okay. It's some sort of, like, tube, uh, like a bank tube, and you put water in it and the fish, and you can carry it around. It's got a handle. Sure, the uh, fish loves that. Oh, yeah. Fish getting to see all the sights. <laughs> Take me up to Granddad Bluff, man. I want to check that out. It's a, I hear you can see three states from up there on a clear day, Shaw. Top reasons, look at all that river. 
Uh, top reasons you probably should not own a pet. Last one, you might give it fleas. Yeah. <laughs> if you're the, the other way around, but if you're the flea and tick problem in your right. house, then yeah, that might be a reason not to get a pet. So, Shaw, I hope at some point you and Mary dip your toe back in. Yeah, I, I'm certainly tempted. That's for sure. I, there's a lot of love to give over there in your in your house. Yep. I can feel it. I don't want you to be all shelled up. You know what I mean? I know. I know. Dogs are great. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. (laughs) No, really. You know that today is uh, eat anything you want day. Oh. Okay. Can't go wrong then. National eat what you want day, Shaw. One day to just say, F it. I'm going (laughs) to eat whatever I want. And then I'll come back to reality tomorrow. I don't really have a day where I need to celebrate because I'll just eat whatever I want. Anytime. Any day of the week. Mm-hmm. But uh, given no kind of consequences, Shaw, what would you eat every single day if you could? I mean, I have to pick one food that I would eat every day? or uh, Just uh, one that you, you know, something that you feel solid about that you would like and something that maybe you wouldn't eat normally every day, but something that you would. I had a to. really good steak on the grill on Sunday night. I, that was pretty tasty. Yeah, Gene? Pasta, probably. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Gene. I love, don't get me wrong, I love me some bacon and and all that, fries, I love, but man, pasta. I just can't <laughs> can't get enough of it. Sean. Probably that. Love pasta. Well, there's Come, so much you can do with it, too. So many so. different forms yeah. and shapes and yep. flavors and, you know, different kinds of sauces and everything, but uh, National Eat What You Want Day, and uh, the top foods we'd eat every single day. If you didn't have to worry about the consequences of uh, of eating. Ice cream, chocolate, is that on there? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, all the bad yeah. stuff. <laughs> Chips at number 10, cake at number 9, donuts at number 8, fries number 7. Ooh, Again, yeah, fries, fries, fries are good. So many different versions of them, Shaw, right? <laughs> fries are good. Uh-huh. I, yeah, fries. Well, you say fries and you're thinking French fries, but, you know, there's tots, there's Olays, there's curly fries, mm-hmm. there's sweet potato mm-hmm. fries, hash browns, I guess you get any kind of, like, fried potato, right? Uh, chocolate at number six on the list of the foods we'd eat every single day if we didn't have to worry about the consequences. Tacos or burritos at number mm-hmm. five. Some people are really, and I don't have a problem with tacos or burritos, but they're not high on my list. Ice cream at number four. Had some mint chocolate chip last night after dinner. Burgers at number three. Again, so Ooh. versatile. So many different things you do can do. Like the burgers. Do you want just ketchup and mustard and some relish? Do you want I don't know, how many kinds of cheeses? Do you want lettuce and tomato? Do you want mayo? Do you want blue cheese and bacon on top? Do you want, you know... Mushroom and Swiss. How many different... An onion bur- ring on there. Oh, mama. Fried egg, right? You get mm-hmm. that pretty hangover burger. Uh, pasta at number two. Again, very versatile with the pasta. Mm. Uh, so many different sauces, whether it's Alfredo or just a red sauce or uh, mushrooms or chicken or meatballs or whatever. Uh, number one on the list of the foods we'd eat every single day if we didn't have to worry about consequences, Shaw. What would that be? Pizza. Yeah, pizza number one. No big surprise there. Mm. National Eat What You Want Day. Enjoy some pizza with french fries on top. <laughs> and a side of pasta. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. You know what 2.30 in the afternoon feels like, don't you? Sleepy, groggy, dying for a nap. What do you do? Drink a cup of coffee? Drink a soda? Well, now you can get rid of that 2.30 feeling for more than three weeks with new 500-hour energy. Ooh, awesome. 500-hour energy has the caffeine of three cups of strong coffee and the sugar of 10 dozen donuts. So not only will you have the energy to get through your workday, you'll have enough energy to go without sleeping for weeks. No, honey, just just come to bed. I'm not tired. I'm going to do the dishes and I'm going to paint the living room. <laughs> hey, who needs sleep anyway? The flies. The flies. They're all over me. 500-hour energy. Non-stop energy now. No 230 feet for over three weeks. Look at all the pretty colors. <laughs> 500 hour energy. Yeah, maybe don't do that. That doesn't sound healthy at all. Maybe Good don't do at that, all. Fuck it for your heart. Maybe stay away from that. That one might uh, might be a trip to the hospital. Yeah. But if you're looking for some energy in the morning, here's a couple tips. Five things you could do every morning if you want a little more energy. And this is specifically right after you wake up, Shaw. So even after you get a good night's sleep, Uh you wake up, you're still kind of groggy out of it. You know, on the weekends, whatever. You get up, you kind of shuffle out to the kitchen, get the coffee. But in the morning on a work day, you got to get up, you got to get going, you got to get to work. There's a lot of stuff to do. Maybe you need a little bit more energy, Shaw. And you don't want to resort to a ton of caffeine or a ton of sugar. Here are some things you can do. 
okay. every morning if you want some more energy. Number one, take 10 deep breaths. Sure, get some oxygen in those lungs. Closing your eyes, focusing on your breathing can be an effective way to slow down and start your day more relaxed. Stress, they say, Shaw. Gene, mm-hmm. Gene, do you know about stress? <clears throat> stress is, uh, you know, huge, obviously, in everybody's life. And uh, if you slow down, take those deep breaths, focus, relax, give yourself a few minutes before you get out of bed, take those 10 deep breaths. It can make a difference. It can make a difference. Not a huge difference. You're not going to, you know, feel like Superman or anything, but might feel a little bit better. Uh, hydrate. This one I knew. I You said this a couple years ago, and I make sure you drink a glass of water right away, right? A lot of experts say to drink a glass yep. of water first thing I in the morning, that. even if you're not thirsty. Mm-hmm. Shall you get up and you pound a glass of huh. water real fast. And I do that. Coffee does <coughs> count as well, but make sure you get enough water. Uh, so if you're, just, you know, if you're just drinking you know, cup after cup after cup of coffee, uh, switch it up. But first thing in the morning, try to get a glass of water in you before you get in the shower, before you do anything else, Shaw. Okay. Uh, number three, exercise. This one's never going to happen. Uh, obviously, it's hard to find the motivation a lot of times. it's just, Plus, when you get up at 3 in the morning, dude, the last thing I want to do is work out or do any kind of activity <laughs> right away. I want to get in the shower, keep my eyes closed for a few minutes, and then get here uh, and get it over with. But uh, people who exercise first thing in the morning regularly tend to be more active throughout the day as well. Sure. Only leads to other good things. Make sure you're eating enough. A breakfast that's high in protein and healthy fats can help maintain energy levels throughout the day, but don't eat too much sugar. Too much uh, sugar early in the morning can cause a crash later on. Uh, and, uh, you know, maybe like little things here and there as opposed to a big giant breakfast, which can slow down uh, your system. And then last but not least, Shaw, the hardest one of all, five things you you can do every morning if you want to uh, get more energy. Ignore your phone. Done. When you check your phone or your uh, email first thing in the morning, you're letting someone else dictate the start of your day. Boundaries obviously important. The mm. screen, the time, the lights, all that stuff. It just maybe don't. Maybe don't start crushing that candy till 9 o'clock. There you go. So there you go. Five things you can do each and every morning to get a little bit more energy. You can see more on that on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com if you're looking to read up more or maybe share it with somebody. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. Wisconsin residents expected to get back on the road for Memorial Day weekend this year after a sharp drop in travel last May because of the pandemic. AAA is predicting a 56% increase in holiday weekend travel around the Badger State. They expect over 700,000 people in Wisconsin will travel mostly by car compared to 400,000 for Memorial Day of 2020. Mm. Air travel for the holiday could rise by 600%. What? With some 30, well, nobody was flying a year ago. I know, but Uh, 600, that sounds like a lot. About 30,000 people in the state are expected to fly somewhere. Hmm. Three-way brought to us by House Diamond Jewelers here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. And speaking of your summer trip, Shaw, your summer road trip, Mm -hmm. here are some apps that you might want to put on your phone if you're going to be going on a summer road trip. Obviously, you want to have your Candy Crush. You want to have your zombie idle defense. You want to have your games so you got something to do when you're spending mindless hours in the vehicle. Rather than look at the landscape, see the wonderful things that the country has to offer. (laughs) You can stare at your small screen instead. Get your face smothered by your small screen. But here are some apps that you might want to take with you on your summer road trip. Uh, Roadside America app. Okay. Mobile version of the popular website gives you a list of really cool stuff to find on your road trip, like animatronic uh, dinosaurs, giant roadside attractions, which we have here in the Wisconsin area, plenty of those, and unique restaurants. Like the Corn Palace and stuff like that. Um, Yeah, so like, you know, if if there's a giant uh, fish. Sunfish next to the... big giant chicken that we saw on our way to... World's largest ball of twine. Yeah, something along those lines. Got it. There's uh, something called the Road Trippers app. This is kind of neat. So with the Road Trippers app, Shaw, you download it, you put in your start and your finish yeah. point, and it'll give you a list of some cool stops along the way. Oh, some that's things- cool. Yeah, like that. yeah, so some things that you might not think about, and we're talking about diners, we're talking yeah. about museums, breweries, we're talking about all sorts of different stuff. Road Trippers app, put that that's on your phone. That's really cool. Wi-Fi map, how important is it if you need Wi-Fi, right? You got to find oh. Wi-Fi. Maybe you don't have it in your vehicle like our friends Josh and Ellie down in in New Albany, when you're the mayor down there, you get uh, all the free stuff. But uh, he's got Wi-Fi in his truck, which came in handy when we were up in, in Iron River together a couple of years ago on vacation. Because you uh, didn't have the Wi-Fi? This is cool because it's crowdsourced, so it's people all around the country putting locations where you can get Wi-Fi, including uh, 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 the, the friggin' password. Damn it. 
uh, if needed. Uh, so Wi-Fi app, it's huh. called the Wi-Fi Map app. Uh, you can obviously Google that and find it. Here's another app you might want to put on your phone if you're going on a road trip this summer. The Seek app. This is kind of neat, Shaw. So let's say you pull over, you're taking a look at some stuff, you get brushed up against by some kind of plant, and you don't know if it's poisonous or whatever. You take a picture of it, yeah. and it puts it on the app, and then it can help you find out whether or not it's poisonous. It can also find uh, different kinds of animals. So if you see a butterfly or you see a bird or something and you want to figure out what it is, you take a picture, you put it on the app, and then, bam, it can help you find out uh, what that is. Uh, the Starwalk 2 app. This is a, an interactive 3D model of the constellations. It's real-time. Learn about the planets. You can also find out a little bit more about Uranus uh, with the Starwalk 2 app. You can put that on your phone. Here's a couple more, Shaw, real quick. Gas Buddy, you should probably have that one. That one's mm, pretty Gas expl- prices, yep. Yep, find out what the gas prices are, where the gas stations are, cheapest, uh, closest, all that stuff. The iExit app. This shows you where the interstate's uh, exits have gas, food, and lodging, mm. and which ones don't. This one is important. The Flush app. This is right up your alley, Shaw. <laughs> what do you think the Flush app is about? Nearest bathroom? Right. Find the closest public restroom from a database of over 200,000. Also, details on the accessibility of those restrooms, <laughs> which obviously might be important right. if you've got someone that might have some challenges. There's a ton of other apps that you can download on your phone, and you can see more of them on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. But just a couple apps that you might want to download on your phone if you're going on a road trip. This summer. Not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Quick question for you, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Remember the dog in Jaws? Remember the dog's name? Was it Brody's dog? No. This was on the beach. The guy was looking for the dog. Oh, the, at the beginning. Yeah. The I don't, no, I don't know. Not the first attack when the girl went underwater mm-hmm. in, dark, in the dark, but the first daylight attack when the... The kid, the mom, and she show you the yeah, shark in the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you remember the dog? The guy was looking for the dog. No, I don't. Gene? No. Dog's name was Pippet. Pippet? Okay. Yeah. We're not quoting Jaws uh, for your killing me, Shaws, but I bring up Pippet the dog from the movie Jaws because it's a it's one of the pets in horror movies that people might want to have as their own pet, like the cat from Pet Cemetery. Remember that cat's name? No. Church. Church was the cat's name in the original Pet Cemetery from back in the day. Don't bury it and have it come back. It's bad. No. Bad. But it was bad. There's something called, this is so great. I love this. I just found out about this today. There's something called the Texas Chain Paw Massacre. Uh. And what it is, it's a couple of sisters, and they've got a Facebook, a Twitter, and an Instagram, and they go around the internet and they scour through adoption sites and uh, animal shelters. And they find animals that resemble pets in horror movies, huh. specifically horror movies. So like the bulldog from the movie Krampus. Remember her? No. Sophie? No? All right, just me? All right, I'm just talking to a wall here. <laughs> but anyways, even if you want a Cujo dog, right? You want to admit, maybe not Cujo, but, you know, if you're looking for an animal that looks like one of those pets in those horror movies, they track them down and they put them on their Twitter, their Insta. And uh, also on their Facebook page. It's called the Texas Chain Paw Massacre. Huh. And uh, they even have snakes that you might have seen in Snakes on a Plane. Huh. With Samuel L. Jackson Shaw. If you want to find out more about the Texas Chain Paw Massacre, you can go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com and read all about it. The Bulldog from Krampus, the Sheep and the Toxic Avenger, Pippet the Dog from Jaws, so many others. A lot of... Uh, animals maybe uh the dog from uh uh poltergeist right didn't they have a golden retriever i believe yes yeah tennis ball goes through gets the goo all over it right so if you're interested shaw texas chain paw huh, massacre right. check it out on the morning sickness page at 957 therock.com you can adopt a pet that looks like an animal from a horror movie very niche but again if you're like oh man that dog is so great i mean maybe you want to get the evil cat with the eyes i don't think they can get the eyes no probably not <laughs> You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. I'm sticking up the butt. You're killing me, Shaw's. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Shaw's. Each and every Wednesday, just after 8 o'clock, your chance to win my very own morning show money, which I keep safely tucked away at GECU, the friendly credit union. 
Conveniently located in downtown La Crosse. $20 up for grabs this week, Shaw. Since you guys didn't play last week, we just added 10 bucks to the jackpot and made it 20 Jean has no faith in you. She does not think you're going to know Great. the movie quote. I also have no faith in you on this oh, one. Awesome. But my opinion, Jean's opinion, has no uh, bearing on this Doesn't game. Matter. It's the caller. Caller 15. Who's this? This is Bob from out at Fort. Bob at the Fort. All right, Bob at the Fort. Do you think Shaw's going to know the movie quote, or do you think he's not going to know the movie quote? I'm going to go with Gene on this one. I'm going to say no again. You're going with no. All right, Bob. 20 bucks up for grabs. What are you going to do with it if you win? 30 packs always a safe bet, bro. <laughs> Man, Bro, he's man, got plans. Man with a plan, Shaw. Mm. Man with a plan. All right, Shaw, listen closely. I doubt you're going to get this. Great. I have commented or uh, I have referenced this movie many times over the last umpteen years. I've quoted this movie. I don't think I've ever dropped this quote on you, but uh, maybe you'll get it. Maybe in the recesses of your brain, mm. it'll be back there and you'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember that scene. Very famous scene from a very famous movie. Oh, Shaw, you ready? I guess. Listen closely. Quick impression for you. Call, call, bang, I'm dead. March 13th, 1994, this movie hit theaters. Or excuse me, May 13th of 1994. My apologies. So uh, tomorrow will be its anniversary. Uh, I don't know if you recognize that guy. Mm, no, I don't think so. Probably not. He's sort of a, a role player in a lot of movies, but he's got a very recognizable voice. You want to hear it again? Yeah, I'm better. All right, listen closely. Quick impression for you. Quick impression for you. Caw, caw, bang, F word. I'm dead. Um, Want to hear it one more time? Yeah. All right. Quick impression for you. Caw, caw, bang, I'm dead. Pivotal scene in the movie, Shaw. Very pivotal scene. Did you say caw? Did you say caw? Quick question for you. Or quick impression quick for impression you. Quick impression for you. Caw, caw, bang, F word, I'm dead. I know what Shaw's going to do here. Yeah. I'm, I see the wheels spinning. Yeah, me too. Me I too. I smell too. the smoke. Yeah, yeah. I smell the smoke. Sometimes it's not the quote or the voice or the sound. Sometimes it's a key word in there, right? Yeah, I'm just trying to break it down a little bit. All right. All right. Let's see the math. If that has any relevance on any of that. Let's see the math. Show me your work. <laughs> I am going to guess it's the crow. Oh! I had no faith in you, Shaw, but you picked it out of a lineup. Kaiser Sose, I love it. Caw, caw, yes. This movie has to do with birds. (laughs) It is The Crow, and it came out on this day, or not this day, tomorrow, uh, 1994. It's one of my all-time favorites. Stars Brandon Lee. He tragically died during Mm -hmm. the filming of the movie. And uh, in that scene, Top Dollar, who is the main bad guy, is in the church with his sister-slash-girlfriend. Very incestuous relationship there. And uh, he shoots the bird. Well, she shoots the bird. And wings it, and that injures uh, Eric Draven. He's now allowed to bleed, and so he does an impression for him. He says, caw, caw, bang, mm. F-word, I'm dead. He did not die, f Eric Draven. Good to know. Well, he did eventually. He went back in the grave. Hashtag spoiler alert. <laughs> I can't believe it, Bob. Buy your own damn 30-pack, you bum. <laughs> Go buy your own damn 30-pack, you bum. With your own damn money. He will. You bum. Bob the bum. Didn't win my money. Next week, $30 up for grab, Shaw, with your killing me, Shaws. Courtesy of GECU. I told you, Gene, that those powers of deduction are working in there. Mm-hmm. That brain is working overtime. Mm-hmm. That's a great movie. Have you seen it, Shaw? A long time ago, yeah. Got to watch it. Awesome movie. The soundtrack is top 10 of Just all time. such a tragedy that he died during the filming of it. He was... He was on his way, too. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, he had, you know, Bruce Lee as his dad, mm-hmm. and he had that going for him. But he really, you know, carved out his own niche, and, uh, you know, he was doing some martial arts stuff. Rapid mm-hmm. Fire was great. Uh, you know, The Crow was going to be a series of movies. It ended up being a series, and the, the ones after the first one were terrible. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, he uh, he was on his way, and it's tragic the way he uh, died because somebody didn't right. pay attention. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Also on this day, 29 years ago, 1992, one of my all-time favorite albums. If there were 10 of them on an island, Shaw, that I was allowed to take with me, this this would be one of them. Southern Harmony, musical companion from the Black Crows. Released on this day in 1992. I absolutely love (laughs) 
That CD, it is by far their best one, and it is one of my top ten. Huh. I would replace many a different albums, but I wouldn't replace that You're one. You're such a hippie. I'm not a hippie. I just know good music when I hear it, man. Dude, that's that, that B&B it, with Little Weed. Yeah, man, the hippie. Blue. Shaw. Yep. Good stuff, though. I'm not a hippie. Okay. You just put a hippie album in your top ten for the right. island. I don't wear patchouli, all right? <laughs> Just saying. I don't play hacky sack. I don't disagree with you, but you put a hippie I, album in your top I don't ten. care about other people. All right? Those are like the top three of hippieisms, Right, Shaw? What else? Do I care about the environment? Okay, maybe a little. Maybe enough to put some stuff in a recycling bin. You shower regularly, so that crosses Yes, I shower. I don't smoke weed. What else? What else? I don't eat vegan. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't shop at Whole Foods. What else? I'm not a I'm not an anti-vaxxer, right? Aren't those the hippies? Aren't they anti-vax? I don't listen to the dead. Or fish. I'm good. You can you you carry the mantle on that one. Bad news with happy music here on the morning sickness on 957 The Rock. I am not a hippie. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not. Not even close. Of all the people in the building, I am the least likely to be a hippie. Yeah, Sean, that's puck. No, come on. Puck he hates got, hippies. He's got long hair and he he walks around barefoot on the I beach. I know. I thought he was a hippie. He hates hippies. Yeah. He's like, long, all right. Okay. First of all, <laughs> known for their long long hair. Puck's got long hair. Plain and simple. Right there. Right off the bat. Boom. First one. Colorful clothes. All right. I'm in gray 90% colorful of the time. Clothes. I don't know if he's got colorful Love clothes. of life and freedom. Okay. I don't love life, but freedom I'm all freedom about. Down with Known it. as flower children, free spirits, indigo children, bohemians. Yeah. That's just me in a nutshell. That's <laughs> so just, bohemian. Oh, yeah. Come on over. We'll do bohemian. It'll be great, mom. Yeah. Why not? Go bohemian. Get out of here. <laughs> Hippie. Like that. I'm get off your lawn guy. But I do love me some black crows. Yeah. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. What do you think the most Googled question of all time is? Oh, my gosh. What is the meaning of life? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) That is a good one, though. I don't think Google has that answer. I know, I know. If anybody does, though, Google might. They might. They got a lot of stuff on the Google. Any other guesses as to what the number one most Googled question of all time is? How do I lose weight? No. Again, good guess. Those two questions, by the way, didn't even crack the top five. What is the internet? (laughs) No. Okay. This is so benign and and stupid to me, especially in the digital age. Uh, Google trend or trends, their section uh, of Google where they analyze all your search data, just turned 15 years old. Uh, And in honor of that birthday of Google Trends, they revealed the five questions that people have searched for the most in the past 15 years. Number one is what time is it? Huh? Watches, cell phones, (laughs) clocks, tablets, computers. It's right there in the corner of what you're Googling on. It literally (laughs) is everywhere. The time is everywhere. Bank signs. Wow. I mean, it's everywhere. But And maybe, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago people didn't and they needed it real bad. I don't know. But the number one question that people have searched for over the last 15 years, according to Google Trends, and they would have this information... Okay. Is what time is it? Huh. <laughs> you want to take a stab at number two? Oh, geez. If you're going like this, I don't... They're all pretty What benign. temperature is it? No, but... How do you hard boil an egg? There's only one in here that I can see being something that I, I could understand why people would Google it. And that's okay. number five. Number five on the list of the top five questions that people have searched for the most, according to Google Trends on their 15th birthday, okay. is how many ounces in a cup? Okay. I can see that. All right. All conversions, right? Uh, yeah, right? Conversions, measurements, right? Any of that stuff. How many this liters in a gallon, Celsius right? Celsius to Fahrenheit. Right. How many teaspoons in a tablespoon, right? That, okay. I'm with you. How I many mean, ounces in a cup? I believe it's eight, right? Is it eight? Eight ounces? Yes. You should Google that. Find out. I know. It is. <laughs> Isn't there a website? Uh, number four, where am I? Dude, at that where point. Where am I? I suppose, you know, if you don't have a lot of apps on your phone, maybe you're like Googling, you're like, where the hell am I? 
Where are you? Wherever you are. What That's are you where drinking? you're at, Brian. What are you drinking at night where you have to Google, where am I? Look around. Didn't you start somewhere? You didn't see where you were going when you started? And is Google going to know that? Up, I woke up in the back of a, a pickup truck. Where am I? <laughs> uh, number three on the five questions that people Google the most, according to Google Trends, uh, in the last 15 years, this one is weird as hell. How to kiss. <sighs> I don't know. I guess I don't think it's as weird as where am I? <laughs> number two on the number two is uh, how to tie a tie, which okay. yeah, again, I could see that being a problem if you if you don't wear a tie very often, which most how of us the hell don't. do I even do this? Right. My grandfather kind of uh, explained it to me. It's sort of like shoes. The rabbit goes around the tree twice and then through the hole. That of course is not any kind of fancy knot or anything like that, but it's enough to get the job done which is all I care about. But there you go. The five questions that people have Googled the most over the last 15 years, according to Google Trends, turning 15 years old. What time is it? Number one, how to tie a tie at number two, how to kiss number three, where am I at number four, and how many ounces in a cup at number five. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. A couple minutes ago, we paid it forward, courtesy of Nikki Paisley, your C21 affiliated realtor. And uh, very important that you work with a realtor in this market, Sean. It is uh, just uh, head spinning. Yep. How fast things go in this day and age when it comes to the housing market. So here are some important things to consider before you buy a house, Shaw. Okay. Very important things. I wish I had maybe thought of some of these before we bought our first house. I was such a novice when we bought our house. Oh, man. I didn't know what, the, what I was doing. Well, the price was right, and uh, it was in a decent neighborhood, so we were very happy so with it. Our... Okay, that's good. And it, well, and it worked out. Yeah, I mean, no, we, had, I we had a decade, uh, but there were things that maybe, you know, some questions we could have asked or maybe things we could have found out about uh, that may have altered our, our, our decision to purchase. But here are some important things to consider before you buy a house, Shaw. You ready? Yep. Uh, was it the site of something terrible, like a marriage? <laughs> you moved the bodies. Mm-hmm. Or you, you kept the bodies, but you, you only moved move. the headstones. <laughs> uh, most important things to consider before you buy a house, Shaw. Uh, I don't watch a lot of home improvement shows, so I don't get this one, but I sort I of do. understand the gist of it. Does it have popcorn ceilings for millennial white uh-huh. women to bemoan? <laughs> Apparently, they don't like popcorn ceilings. Nobody oh. likes popcorn ceilings. Yeah, I can Nobody imagine. Nobody does. <laughs> they're, sort of, they're, they're sort of old school, right? They're, they're not just, really Okay. Uh, most important things to consider before buying a house. Are the ghosts the kind that like to have sex or the ones that want to kill you? Which one are they, Sean? It makes a difference. Very important. Don't want to move into the killing zone. No, you need a friendly in. ghost. Yeah, want to have the Ray stance, hover above you, unbutton your pants kind of thing going on, Ghostbuster style. Uh, can it get? Uh, can I get it fixed up before the lumber goes up another 12,000%? Yeah, no kidding. We saw trains last night uh, when we were sitting out back driving by, and they had uh, pallets of lumber. Mm-hmm. It was like billions of dollars probably riding by our house last it's night. Super expensive. Most important things to consider before buying a house. Couple more. Does okay. it have a big backyard where my kids can play when I want to drink alone? <laughs> Go outside and play. Yeah, with nobody else. Uh, is the fireplace mantle big enough to hold a ton of participation trophies for <laughs> millennials? Very important I'll question. Probably for those. display those. Millennials, yeah. See, I got this one just for showing up to work. It was, and then they expected me to actually work. I can't believe it. Why would I work when I could just sit at home and get money from the government? Has anyone ever died or made a lame TikTok video there? <laughs> Important things to consider before buying a house, Shaw. A couple more. Can you embezzle enough money from your work to pay for it in cash? <laughs> cash is king, right, Shaw? Yes, it is. Uh, are there any of those cancer-causing windmills nearby? <laughs> Be careful for those, Shaw. They'll get you. Yep. Uh, are the ceilings high enough to accommodate a stripper pole? That's a legitimate question. Hey, man, those things are used for working out, man. Yeah, they're, not just, they're not just for fun anymore, Shaw. You can That's use true. those uh, for exercise. How many neighbors have QAnon flags? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I look around the neighborhood. I had a buddy of mine who lived in the city or lives in the cities, and his neighbor, like, all, all of a sudden one day puts out a Nazi flag. And, like, what, what do you do? What do you do when you live next to some guy and maybe, you, hey, Bob, oh, hey, what's going on? Hey, you know, hey oh, trash friendly, day friendly, friendly, friendly. Hey, long looks Whoa, nice, Bob. Whoa, hey. Nazi flag. What do you do? Uh, and last but not least, uh, top uh, things to consider before you buy a house. Uh, do I really hate living in an alleyway behind TJ Maxx that much? Mm-hmm. Has its benefits. Yeah. Probably have some good food in the garbage every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But there you go. Some important things to consider before you buy a house. 
Location, location, location. Right? That's it. Job well done. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You're listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Morning Sickness, Brian and Gene on the phone with Dr. Neil Brombot, who is a psychiatrist and director of the mental health, uh, behavioral health system over there at Gunderson. I'm, I'm sure I'm getting this wrong, but clear me up here, will you please? No, no. Yeah, thank you for having me, Brian and Gene. Uh, yeah, I'm the department chair of behavioral health, and I'm a psychiatrist here at uh, Gunderson. Now, we're talking to you because May is uh, National Mental Health Awareness Month. Is that correct? That is correct. And a few years ago, I started to actually experience uh, panic and anxiety attacks. It kind of came out of nowhere, and uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a guy, so I'm an idiot to start, start off with. And, uh, you know, and I'm kind of an egomaniac, so I, I thought, mm-hmm. ah, there's nothing wrong with me. I'll be fine. I'll get through it. But, man, I was wrong. And uh, I went in and got some help, and it really made a difference in my life. Uh, you know, I, I do have some medication that I got prescribed on an as-needed basis, but I also uh, was able to sit down and talk to a counselor and get some some much-needed mental health. So I know that guys tend to be a little bit uh, anti-mental uh, you know, health, but uh, I think we should really spend some time trying to reach out to them, right? Yes, I agree with you 100%, and I think, uh, you know, you're so right about being a guy, and, uh, you know, I think with the stigma associated with uh, mental illness that I think is getting better over uh, over time, but uh, it still exists, and getting past that point of, uh, you know, uh, seeing it as a flaw or a weakness um, in oneself and, and, and not being a man or, or something like that, I think... Uh, you know the importance of uh, understanding that reaching out for help in and of itself is a, is a is a strength, and that takes courage. And um, you know, especially if you've got others that are um, you know relying on you in your life, uh, whether you're a family man or you know uh, in a relationship, um, a colleague, a friend to others. Um, you know that that's a, a strength when you when you ask for help yourself because right. then you can actually help other people. Well, and it's funny because I didn't hesitate to ask my neighbor to help me put in my screen door because he works with <laughs> carpentry and things like that. And I'm not trying to make a correlation between the two, but I was yeah. more than willing to help him, ask him to help me. But when it came to my mental health, I was just sort of like, ah, whatever. Boys don't cry. I'm a man. I'll get over it. I'll just push through it. I'll be fine. You know, if I have an injury, right, I was just in the hospital last Wednesday because my stomach was bloated and I ended up having uh-huh. some kind of thing going on with my digestive system. But I was more right. than happy to go in and get treated for that. But my mental health, I just kind of acted like it wasn't that big of a deal. Right. And, and you know, you, what you mentioned brings up an interesting point where um, I think we as a society, you know, as a community, as individuals need to kind of recognize you know, our mental health is, is a neurobiological or a medical illness similar to what you experienced uh, and had to go to the hospital for. I think uh, when we start thinking that way, then we'll say, okay, you know what, let's call, let me call my doctor, let me go see a therapist, let me go see a psychiatrist. You know, this is something that's a little bit out of my scope. Like, you know, you knew when to outsource for that screen door. That That's kind of like me at home. I'm, uh, you won't catch me even, uh, I, I'm not even mowing the lawn. I mean, I'm outsourcing that. Maybe that's a different story. But, uh, you know, I kind of know what my wheelhouse is, you know. So I think when we start to, uh, you know, appreciate that, you know, there's something that's not necessarily in our control and that we can get help for uh, from a professional, I think that breaks some barriers. And Mental Health Awareness Month, obviously from, you know, Brian's situation, you know, with anxiety, but can come in, you know, any kind of difficulties or, or challenges or fears or can can come in many 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 forms and we were talking earlier i mean this yeah. month is a good month to be aware of of all of that and and the people in our lives that you know might be ha- asking themselves questions or having problems and for those people who are really feeling lonely or scared or desperate uh we wanted to let them yeah. know that there's there's numbers and people that they can reach out to yes first and, and thank you for bringing that up jane i think first and foremost there's a um National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and that phone number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, it's National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1-800-273-CHAT, C-H-A-T. And, uh, you know, when if you're out there and you're experiencing uh, feeling hopeless and, and feel like life is not worth living and you can't go on, 
I, I strongly encourage you to get some emergent help, uh, whether it's calling uh, Lifeline or, or, or visiting your, your doctor as soon as possible or coming to the emergency room or calling Crisis Line. Um, that hopelessness that you're feeling is temporary, and there is definitely help and uh, the, the brightness that, uh, you know, will be there, at the, uh, some light at the end of the tunnel. So I think that's an important message for, for our uh, folks in the community that um, when you're in the throes of, uh, you know, a severe depression and or, and or feeling really hopeless and helpless that, you know, we don't really realize that there may be some help. Uh, so I strongly encourage uh, those uh, out there who may know someone or are themselves going through that uh, to reach out and, and ask for a helping hand. Dr. Neil Brombod from Gunderson Lutheran talking to us today about National Mental Health Awareness Month. And uh, let's talk quickly. Uh, you know, we're dealing in the age of technology, uh, and I've seen several commercials. One of them uh, has LeBron James, uh, you know, trying to tune up your brain and, and, and start to really focus on, you know, your mental health. Do you have any apps uh, or websites maybe that you recommend, or is that something that people should maybe stay away from? Uh, because there might be some in- misinformation uh, in regards to living in a digital age? You know, that's a really great question. And I think the best way to, you know, really address technology and find that balance between, you know, a healthy use of technology and unhealthy use is to leverage it in ways that it can help our mental and physical health. Uh, and in that regard, there is an application known as uh, Headspace out there. And uh, I myself have used it. It has some meditation um, audios on there. It's got some uh, sleep hygiene techniques, just a lot of different tools to, um, to help one with uh, some self-help. Also, um, there are uh, different uh, telehealth platforms out there to reach uh, a therapist or a clinician to, to get some help as well. So I do encourage those. I think, you know, you always want to, you know, check back with your doctor if you can or, or a trusted professional if you want to, you know, verify what you're using is, is actually uh, the best source or a decent source. But, uh, yeah, I definitely think technology uh, can really be harnessed in a positive way for our mental and physical health. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Dr. Neil joining us from Gunderson from the Behavioral Health Department. Are there... Um, Obviously, there's resources there at Gunderson, too. People could pick up a phone and, and, and call and talk to somebody and, and discuss things. Or if there's someone in their family they're worried about, uh, a child, a spouse, a significant other uh, as well. You have resources for those people that are supporting those individuals struggling. Yes. And, uh, you know, we at Gunderson Health System, I'm proud to say I'm a physician here and, uh, you know, leader here in, in that um, we really have a focus on, on mental health and, and making sure we allocate the, the, the appropriate resources uh, to continue to expand our mental health services. And, you know, from our chief executive officer on down, uh, you know, there's an understanding that both physical health and mental health are intertwined. So, you know, I encourage anyone uh, interested to uh, seek help with us, uh, and we'd love to, to help you or a loved one. Well, Dr. Neal, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to talk to us about May being Mental Health Awareness Month. And what's the uh, number again for the uh, National Suicide Hotline? I, I know that yeah. that's really the extreme end of mental health. There is a lot in between, a lot of steps yeah. that lead up to that. But it's super um, important. Though, but that... it's very important that people have that as a resource. You can call it, I'm assuming, yeah. toll free from any phone. Yes, you're right. And again, that number is one 800 Two seven three eight two five five. Again, one eight hundred two seven three chat C H A T. And uh, I really appreciate you guys having me this morning. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. A better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. It's the weekend. It is the weekend, and we've got a lot of stuff to do this weekend. Shaw, busy, busy, That's busy. Good. That's good. Starting tonight, River City Championship Wrestling, May Day at the Onalaska American Legion. It was super funny at our meeting on Tuesday. Gene was like, yeah, we can't really get into the barn at the Legion until Saturday because they got an event there on Friday. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. said they were yesterday. I'm like, yeah, that's Dingus and his wrestling thing over there on Friday nights. Our buddy Alex uh, Riley. Yep, our buddy. He's the champ, by the way. Uh, AC a- a- Riley, Kyle Roberts, Connor Hopkins. And former ECW WWE star, the Extreme Luchador, Super Crazy, going to be there. Wrestling starts tonight. 
at 7 o'clock at the Onalaska American Legion River City Championship Wrestling with their May Day event. Tomorrow, I think we all know what's going on, right? <laughs> what? Might have heard about a small little what? event that we've been doing here what? since before we were even a radio station. Big bikes for little tykes. Riding for Noah Schrader of La Crescent. You can find out all about Noah on our website, 957therock.com. You can still register on the website today, and you can also register tomorrow morning at Great River Harley-Davidson on Oak Forest Drive in Alaska. We'll be there starting uh, bright and early. We'll probably get there around 8, but uh, I wouldn't recommend coming no, until after 9. After 10, 9.30, quarter 2. Don't <laughs> tell them to come early, Brian. You always do that, and then we're not ready. I don't care. That's your fault. Uh, no, it's not my <laughs> fault. We said early, 10, and that's when we'll be- Watch this shot. you see that? <laughs> don't come at 9. 7.42. Don't come at 9. Well, you can, sorry, Shaw, you can arrive at 9 and go inside and talk to the nice people at Harley and get a cup of coffee that they're going to have for you, you know, and and welcome you to the facility, but I'm not going to be ready. T-shirt and a brat and a bag of chips at the post-ride party. Chance to win some great prizes. And, of course, you're helping out this family. Thanks to Mike, who sent us an email this morning as well and showed us that gaming uh, setup that he's got. And, by the way, he said his gamer friends donated a lot of games, so this thing's getting he's bigger and more impressive. so hard on that uh, for us. By the way, Saturday nights, if you're looking for something to do after Big Bites, yeah. you got to check this out. This guy was on The Voice, and he tore it up singing some fuel. His name is Aaron Scott, and he's going to be at Whiskey River Bar and Grill in West Salem. Saturday night starts at 8 p.m. Guy was on The Voice. Pretty incredible stuff. I watched some of his YouTube videos. I don't watch The Voice, obviously, uh, but I watched some of the YouTube videos, and he's pretty damn good. So if you want to check him out in person, he'll be at uh, Whiskey River Bar and Grill on Saturday night starting at 8 p.m. Then Sunday morning, get up bright and early, get your mimosas ready to go at Java Vino and get out on that patio. I don't know if you've been by there recently, yeah. Shaw, but they recently, I just noticed that, yeah. Recently redid the patio there at Java nice. Vino, expanded it a bit, made more room. And uh, our buddy Adam Palm, starting, he's kicking off his Palm Sunday hmm. concert series where he's going to be playing every Sunday over at Java Vino. And Dogs Are Welcome, which is cool, on the patio there. Acoustic duo with uh, Adam Palm and his buddy Jesse. They're going to be playing starting, uh, I think, at 9 or 10 a.m. Uh, on Sunday over at Java Vino. Don't, don't quote me on that. But a uh, bunch of other events happening around RiverCity.com is where you can find many of those events. If you want to see the three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend, you can go to the Morning Sickness page on our website. And, of course, if you have an event coming up and you want to see it on the website, just post it for free. It's free. You know, it doesn't cost you nothing. It'll show up right there, bam, right at AroundRiverCity.com. How cool is that? A lot of uh, events. It's a great resource page. A lot of events happening. Yeah, there's a ton of other stuff on there. There's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a great directory of local businesses. So if you're looking for, like, breweries or pizza places, if you're looking for a great local podcast, mm-hmm. Ken Cooper's interviewing everybody in the building except for me. I don't know why. Did mm-hmm. I not get my team's email? Is that why? Is it because I'm not a part of teams? That is not on my Outlook calendar? I don't know, but I'm not getting interviewed, and I feel j- jilted here, Shaw. I feel jilted. <laughs> I can tell. I got a lot of things to say to Ken Cooper. Mm-hmm. A lot of things to say. I bet you Tell do. him how stupid V Creative is. Let him all, let him know about all of it, Shaw. Sure, the listeners. How riveting and interesting for everyone else. Sure, the listeners. Sure, listeners. They give a crap about anything he just said. Tuning in for that one. (laughs) So there you go. Three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Missed it? Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.